This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Hi there, g'day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today we will explore what you need to do if you're in a car crash in Australia. Being involved in a motor vehicle collision can be overwhelming, even when no one is injured and the damage to vehicles or property is minor. Here's a step-by-step guide on what you need to do if you're caught in a major or minor car crash in Australia, how you can seek help, and what your rights are if you're at fault or not. You are required to exchange each driver's details and the details of the motor vehicle. You can take a photo of each of the vehicles with the registration plate, take a photo also of the damage of the car, then take a photo of the other person's license. And then you may ask for a contact number as well. Let's get started. In Australia, failing to stop after a motor vehicle collision is an offence. The first thing to do after a crash is ensure everyone involved is safe and confirm no one requires immediate medical assistance. New South Wales Police Sergeant Scott Stafford from the Traffic and Highway Patrol Command explains. You want to make sure you're safe in your car and the other people are safe. So that includes looking for dangers around your vehicle and the other vehicles. And a big one is on the road. So if you're stopped and you're out and you're walking around your car, you need to keep an eye on what's around you of other vehicles that are travelling on the road as well because they can pose a greater danger to you than your accident, which may be a minor accident. So have a look around, and if it's safe to do so, then move the vehicles off the main roadway to a safe location to exchange details. If anyone is injured, you must call triple zero immediately for assistance and apply first aid if you can. Emergency operators will call the police and other relevant services, such as an ambulance or fire services, as the incident will be classed as a major collision. A major collision is where anyone is trapped, killed or injured. Any of the drivers appear to be affected by alcohol or drugs. Any of the parties involved have failed to stop and or exchange their details. Police will attend a crash site when there are hazards on the roadway, an obstruction to traffic or if a heavy vehicle is involved. Police can also intervene if anyone is significantly distressed or feeling intimidated by an aggressive party. 
However, in most minor car collisions where no one is injured, parties can start resolving the matter between them. Police do not need to attend the scene or initiate a criminal investigation into minor crashes. Sergeant Stafford says, if both cars can be driven, you should look for a safe space to park on the side of the road to have a brief conversation. You are required to exchange each driver's details and the details of the motor vehicle. You can take a photo of each of the vehicles with the registration plate. Take a photo also of the damage of the car. Then take a photo of the other person's license, and then you may ask for a contact number as well. So all those details from minor collision provide to your insurance company, and then they will work out who was at fault in the accident and chase up the other party in relation to getting things fixed. Jane Foley is a senior solicitor with Financial Rights, a government-funded community legal centre that provides advice and representation to people involved in motor accident disputes. She says, if you're not at fault, it is critical to obtain the details of the other party to avoid unnecessary costs. When you make an insurance claim, if you aren't at fault, if you don't have the name and address of the other party, your insurer will make you pay your excess. But often, if you've got that information, they won't.、Um, notice if there are any witnesses or CCTV、um, footage that might be useful later if there's an issue on fault. If you have private car insurance, you may want to contact your insurer as soon as possible to report the incident. However, if you are clearly not at fault and the other party is privately insured, Miss Foley says you may pursue the other driver to claim the damage on their insurance, so you save on claiming the damage on yours. The best thing to do is take your own car to your own mechanic and have it assessed. Once you've received a quote, send that quote and the photos in the assessment to the other driver. The other driver will then likely send it to their insurer, and that insurer will contact you directly. The other party's insurer will try and get you to take your car to their mechanic. You do not have to do that. You do not have to get multiple quotes. They do not have a right to see or inspect your car. Miss Foley says to obtain direct payment from the other driver's insurer, you must send them a letter of demand. However, the insurer may decide to negotiate the amount or have your quote assessed. If the amount that you are seeking is less than fifteen thousand dollars, and the other insurer isn't cooperating, you can lodge a complaint against them with the Australian Financial Complaints Authority. It's a free online dispute resolution scheme, and they will make a decision and ultimately try and resolve the matter between the parties. If the amount is more than fifteen thousand dollars, and the insurer isn't coming to the table, you will need to sue them in the local court. But before you do that, I'd strongly recommend you get private legal advice. If you are at fault and you are insured, you can claim it on your insurance. However, if you are at fault and you're not insured, you will likely receive a letter of demand with the other party's quote for repair. But there is room for negotiation. The best thing to do is to take the photos and the quote to your own mechanic and ask for a second opinion. You can negotiate a payment arrangement if you can't afford to pay it up front, and you can offer to pay a reduced lump sum. But again, I would recommend that you seek legal advice. Miss Foley adds the Financial Rights website offers sample letters of demand and an online tool to help navigate a variety of situations.
Regulations and laws are slightly different in each state. So we have a motor vehicle accident problem solver. Click the state that you're from and it will help you work out what to do and where to get help based on your circumstances. If you are physically or psychologically injured in a transport accident, you may be able to lodge a claim with your state or territory's compulsory third-party insurance, also known as CTP. Damien Poole is the head of Complex Recovery and Serious Injury for the Victorian Transport and Accident Commission, or TAC, the social insurance scheme that manages CTP in that state. Mr. Poole explains how this insurance works. So we support people after they've had a transport accident and we also work with the community to reduce the risk of accidents happening. Each Australian state has similar organisations, although there are differences in the range and type of benefits that they provide. CTP insurance premiums are paid by motor vehicle owners when they register their vehicles. It will not pay to repair vehicles, but it covers damage to property and treatments for people injured in a transport accident if the incident was not work-related. People injured in a work-related motor accident need to make a workers' compensation claim against their employer's insurer instead. Mr. Poole says the TAC is a social welfare safety net that pays for a wide range of benefits. So the TAC is a no-fault insurer. It doesn't matter who caused the accident. The TAC can pay for medical support uh, depending on what you need um, based on your injuries. We pay for things like GP or specialist services, hospital services, diagnostic services, those sorts of things. Um, But equally things like rehab services, like physiotherapy, psych, uh, return to work supports, uh, personal care services like gardening and cleaning, income replacement, and then also compensation. You can contact your state or territory CTP insurance for guidance on available options. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide, written and produced by me, Claudiana Blanco. The Settlement Guide Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 